This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking. It's a show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. Hey, today we're going to sit down and talk with the sweet between... It's Monday. The sweet potato queen herself, Jill Connor Brown and Randy Red, director of New Stage Theater's musical Sweet Potato Queens. Plus, Michelle and I will talk about the latest headlines and the weekend roundup. If you'd like to be part of our show today, well, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can email me at marshall at mpbonline.org. Hey, stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, and I tell you what... I hope you're surviving this time change thing, because I tell you what, spring forward, fall down, because I have fallen down hard, hard. And you know what? Einstein here. So I'm okay. So I'm about to hit the road over the weekend. I drove 1,250 miles in the last two days, okay? I literally had to have surgery last night to have the car seat removed from my rear end. It was like a lot of time on the road, but it was for a good cause, because my mentor, who's 89 years old, got laid off from his newspaper after being the cartoonist there for 60 years. And so I called him up. I said, Charlie, are you okay? He said, uh, you know, this is tough. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was afraid it was going to be like a Bear Bryant situation. You know, he does something for 60 years, he quits, and he dies the next day. Don't want that to happen to Charlie because Charlie's really honestly like my second dad. So I said, Charlie, do you know how to draw on the iPad? No. I said, well, you need to learn. He said, okay, where do I go buy an iPad? So his grandson goes and buys him an iPad. I drive up there. Within two hours, the guy's completely smoking on the iPad. I mean, he is drawing stuff that I can't draw. So it was like a really cool weekend. Um, I had a business dinner last night, but I decided this is the whole Lent thing, right? Well, I would give up caffeine. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I I literally feel like that I've got a thousand squirrels in my head with jackhammers. It is just insane. So anyway, that means that today's show is going to be, who knows? Extra fun. Extra fun because (laughs) you never know what may come out of my mouth. That's what that's the point is. Michelle's, uh, by the way, speaking of things coming out of their mouth, this week Michelle can talk. I can speak. Congratulations. I still sound a little congested, a little bit. Oh, well, I was going to say you sound horrible, but no. No, No, you sound good. You really do. (laughs) No, I don't sound good, but I sound better. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, 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 bring up Jill's. Mike, because our guests today, and I, I forgot to mention that, because they're <laughs> friends of the show, of course. Jill Connor Brown is in the studio, the one and Yay. only boss queen herself. And, I like that, and, boss queen. And I hope you were able to catch the conversations interview that I had with her, which that's really nerve-wracking, by the way. It's one thing to interview people that you have no clue about and you've done research. It's another thing to somebody that you've known for 20 years and really greatly admire, and you have to interview because you're like, please don't screw up. Please, don't. I'm talking to myself because <laughs> I didn't want to say something. I was praying the same thing. You know so. what? And we both rocked it. We both did it. It was great. That must have been that free glass of water we got. 
yeah. ahead of time, something, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> glad to have you here. And the uber-talented, I guess that's a good way of saying it, Randy it is. Red is in the studio with his caffeine, I might add. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, taunting. Throwing it in your face. He's Stop. taunting, yeah, he's taunting me. He yeah. really is. Yeah, no way I'm giving up caffeine this week. You know, no, <laughs> this would be a very, very bad week for you to give up caffeine So as well. No, we're going to have a great show. We got, Of course, the reason why they're here is not only they're wonderful and, and fantastic, but the new musical Sweet Potato Queens is going to be at the New Stage Theater starting March 13th. Oh, my gosh. That's already upon us. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder why you guys were a little jittery. I it's, it's, it's here. So. Well, they took that extra hour away from us during rehearsals. Oh, wait a minute. We need that hour. Yeah, that was rude. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. really was rude. Next, <laughs> We're going to move the St. Patrick's Day Parade, St. Patty's Parade, all the way to the fall next year so you get an extra hour. <laughs> we'll just do Thank that. Yeah. It makes all the sense in the world. So, Michelle, you had your big test this weekend. I, I know we don't normally brag about these sort of things, but um, you've been studying for the last three months. I don't want to tell the world before I get Come my um, before you get your results. Oh, you don't want to right. brag on that dog before it's yeah. No, we're gonna uh, just put in the we'll energy, just put, put in the atmosphere that uh, I will get that email from the school uh, graduate school that says pass. Yeah, what you want to see that's what you want to see. But uh, yeah, it was Saturday. It was. Um, Different. I've never taken it. I've taken the GEC. How, how many hours was it? Uh, it was four-hour test, but the test did not take four hours. The questions, it was 160 questions, and the questions were all choose the best logical answer. So all four answers were correct. Uh, you had to choose the answer that fit the question. So I was. A, it was a lot of this, a lot of pondering, and a lot of A lot of prayer. Back. A lot of reading the question over and over again, um, and then at the last minute, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let God do what he's going to do, and I know what I know. So, again, we have two tries to take the test. The third time, you do have to petition to take it a third time. Yeah. But you go through, You're not going to have to do it no, you passed you know, it. You got 100. But I can this is that. what Java and I were just talking about. You go through yeah. graduate school for three and a half years, and you get to the end, and they tell you you have to take a test to graduate. But we've made A's and B's throughout the last three and a half years, and that doesn't account for anything. This test um, dictates if you actually get your master's in counseling. And it's that's kind of scary. But you know what you know, and you pray, and you, you prepare. And you do what you have to well, do. It's I, already done, no doubt. You're about to say, it's already done, and we'll just send up good thoughts and prayers. That's and what we're going to say. That's all we can do at this That's point. That's all we can do at this point. Yeah. How, uh, your weekend, you say you traveled. Yeah. Uh, that was a nice thing to do. Well, uh, and my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law's birthday was yesterday, so we stopped in on her in Atlanta, and she'd had cancer, so this was a really kind of a tumultuous year for her, so it was really neat that we were able to be there for she, her. Uh, I'm sure she enjoyed that. Speaking of birthdays, my mom's birthday she was Friday, and we took her out yesterday. She turned 67, and she's And, and she's age. now, like, really annoyed that oh, you no, just mentioned she, that. Oh, no, my mom. Okay. She's, I got that from her. She loves to tell her age. Uh So I tell my age and she tells her age. I got that from her. So I love to tell people how old I am because they're like, what? Uh So, you know, like Jill, (laughs) you look what? My age. (laughs) And I could be your mother. I'm 66. I know. And see, I'm 45. (laughs) And I mean, seriously, you're right. My mother just turned 67. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love how women we grade so age um, we age you grade so, so agefully uh-huh. yeah we grade you grade so agefully we age so exactly I'm glad to see a radio professional is having trouble with words today too it's not just me <laughs> it's the time you're right the blame time it change. on the time I tell you what's messed me number one um, getting up of course caffeine free I might add 
getting up in the morning, number one, I forgot to reset my alarm, my phone alarm went off right. on time. I was good there, but my clock all night, you know, you lean over and look at your clock and go, oh, I got another hour to sleep. Well, I forgot to set that clock. So that mm-hmm. threw me off. And then my whole sense of time is off right now. And then everybody in my house, even my dog is on spring break this week. <laughs> so they sleep. were all sound asleep. And I was just like, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And yes, you're my children. I love you so much. But I just, I was telling Jill and Randy that I wish I had one of those air horns so I could just walk out of the house going, That's so mean. Just, That's mean. you darn right. That I, was spiteful. I, I, t- I tiptoed out to my daughter's room. I kissed her on the cheek. Oh, and see, she was sleeping you're so much nice. sweeter than I am. I know. I was a little jealous, but I did give her a kiss. That's the only time I can kiss. You can't, can't kiss a 16-year-old um, Oh, I can't do that anytime. No, it, it's it's only when they're asleep because they're yeah. so precious. They look like they're like three again. You know. <laughs> yeah, children are beautiful when they're asleep, they right? Are. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Put that on a greeting card. Well, I'm excited to um, that we have Randy. And I am too. here because I I love musicals and have you got your tickets? No, and I need to get Ooh, them. You better hurry up because it's selling fast. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. And then my favorite musical I I really couldn't choose. I have so many, but I love musicals. I when they come on, I sing around the uh, yeah, living room. It's my favorite, I, exactly. Mm-hmm. And my friends think I'm crazy. I know every word or every song to every. It, this was always my dream for it. Seriously, mm-hmm. I can't wait to get into the Willie story Morris of, dreamed it with oh, the first book too. Did yeah. He? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! You know he's smiling. Came downstairs one morning, which was about four p.m. for for Willie. Yeah, that was yeah, that was an early day for him. <laughs> he said, "I just dreamed that there was a Broadway musical about the Sweet Potato Queen." Wow! Said, wow! Well, See, certainly my and dream for it. That's so, awesome. That's awesome. I you know I can't wait. Of course, can't wait for the what we're the conversation we're going to have too. This is going to mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. But why don't we take a break? Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Let's do that. All right. Well, thank y'all for being here, by the way, and joining us on a beautiful Monday. Okay, I lied a little bit. It's a little rainy, but that's all right. That's Mississippi. At least it's washing the pollen away. That's a good thing. This is Now You're Talking. We'll be back in just a minute. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, and that is Michelle playing the piano. Doing a great job. Actually, our, one of our guests could actually be playing the piano. He could. Yeah, he could do it. He could be doing it on mandolin or violin or any other instrument you throw Bring at the it. man, Let's too. Go. All right. Well, coming up at New Stage Theater is the um, fantastic Sweet Potato Queens musical. And so we're here to talk about it are, well, the director, Randy Redd, who's That's from Brookhaven, Mississippi. And, of course, he's here right now. Your folks yeah. are still down there, aren't they? They are. Yeah, my mom and dad live in Brookhaven. How cool is that? I actually grew up in... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Look out. I'm, I'm going to go deep. Okay. I grew up in Bogachita. Oh, 
mean, you were out in the burbs. Yeah. <laughs> the burbs of Brookhaven. The yeah. burbs of Brookhaven. I've seen the sign. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's there. Oh, that's awesome. And, of course, yeah. Jill Connor Brown's in the studio, friend of show, Sweet Potato, the creator of the Sweet Potato Queens, the boss queen herself, the person who's going to be leading um, the incredible happening that's about to happen. You've got, what, 8,000 million people coming into town I any no second? No idea. Now? I won't know till they get here, but there will be plenty of God, that sounds like Thanksgiving in my house. Like, however many there are, it, they seem like more. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they're, 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 their personalities they're are large. They're extravagant. Yes, they really they are. are. That's they been are. a fabulous. wonderful cultural phenomenon mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah. And how cool is that that you've got to create that? It, it's you know, gift from God. Absolutely. Well, you 100%. know, it, it, and, and I think you and I have probably had this discussion before, but anytime you can create something that helps other people, it's just bonus. And it's going to, you well, know, you know, actual university studies have proven that play is as important to your health and well-being as food, clothing and shelter. And I'm not talking about sports that there that has its place. But right. anything with a, with a score and rules is not play. Right. I'm talking about playing like when you were children. And yep. that's what we do. The, the weekend coming up next week, we're rejoining Hal's St. Patty's Parade. I know it's, it's like the band is going back together, yes, and they're taking our date mm-hmm. last weekend, and so we're hoping for better weather. And uh, but we're real excited about being back in the big parade. I'm not excited about being in broad daylight myself. You know, the last seven seven years or so, I've been at at night yeah. with pink lights overhead, which is you know very kind <laughs> to aging queens. Now, I will, this will be the first time I've been in that outfit in broad daylight in many years. Oh wow! Yeah. Not looking forward to that, but <laughs> you pull it off. I have faith. That's what the wigs and sunglasses are for. The sunglasses are awesome. <laughs> they, yeah. they hide a multitude of ills. Yeah, I should be wearing them right now myself, <laughs> to be honest with you. But that, that's really cool. Now. We'll just go ahead and start with the play. Well, no better yet. Tell a little bit about Randy. Go ahead and start. And tell a little bit about yourself. We'll just start there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's let's go but way back. There's no such thing as a little bit. A little bit. No, I know. <laughs> we'll start with lot. the piano lessons that you did in Brookhaven because that's oh, how everything Miss, began. Miss Fanny. Wow. All the way back there. I started playing the piano. I was like five or six years old and took lessons. My whole. I had two lessons a week. Tuesday. Did you love it or hate it? I loved it. Did you? I loved it. Okay. I, there were nights where my parents would really like pull me off the piano and send me to bed. Okay. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I've always discovered that with talented people that you have to have that love before yeah. you're ever going to oh, get good. Cause you won't oh, put yeah. in the work otherwise. Yeah. Um, I had two lessons a week, Tuesday afternoon, Saturday morning. Um, we, uh, my dad would drive me into Brookhaven all the way from from yeah. Bonnet Shannon. That's quite a help. Quite we a drive. Yeah. Um, we hitched up the mule and we came in. But but early that morning, he would pop me on the counter at Kearns, which was a, a little diner down in, in Brookhaven, and uh, then come back and pick me up and take me over to Miss Fanny's house. I'd have my piano lesson, and then at noon, Miss Fanny would make would make lunch for me. So Miss Fanny and Mr. Jappy, they they've passed on, but um, uh, she would make uh, chicken chow mein really? for lunch. Wow. <laughs> I, I learned I learned a lot from 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 Miss Fanny. Yeah, she was a woman of the world though, because she toured uh, as a pianist. So she and her sisters, the Vardaman sisters, were huge, and we were so. I, who knows? Like I'm so lucky that that I got to 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 know her, and she was she was she was my my mentor growing up. Yeah, really I mean, you know, I mean, I was talking about Charlie. So same yeah. thing. If you're just yeah. having somebody like that in her life, yeah. you literally look around on their back for wings. Oh yeah. She she really gave me those. So, so you know, you, you love piano at that point, and you were pretty darn good at it. So you decided, I mean, you thought Juilliard, but you went to Florida State. I ended up at Florida State. Um, yeah, I, I I went away to Interlochen for a couple of summers and thought I was going to, you know, 
go straight to New York when I was 16, 17 years old and, you know, study classical piano and panicked at the last minute. I Really? <laughs> like, I think I looked at Juilliard and those big concrete buildings and I thought, uh-uh, no way. No, long way from Boca Chita. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah exactly. But I ended up at Florida State. Um, because I had a choice. Out. It was either University of Michigan, mm-hmm. which sounded too cold. Too and cold. I said, Florida. That's very cold. Florida State yeah, has a, Florida. And they have a good party world. Yeah, yeah. and I, I certainly enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also, they, not only do they have a great school of music, and I had a fantastic piano teacher at Florida State, a lot of great piano teachers at Florida State, but I wandered across the street one semester at the beginning of the semester to the general auditions for the theater department and got cast in five shows that season. Wow. So I ended up staying another almost a year and a half. To get your major in theater. Yeah, to finish in theater and music. Did you have any inclination when you were like a kid that you wanted to do theater? I... I have said for the longest time, no, but the more I think about it, I was always, always, always putting on shows yeah. as a kid, whether it was, I, I've just been thinking about this a lot lately. I was like constantly like staging parades uh-huh. when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. This is sort of like brought up all of that. That memory is like, wait a minute. This has been in I've me been for, here before. For <laughs> yeah. you, no wonder you and Jill are friends. That makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. But yeah, always, always performing in some way. Like yeah. I, I remember like. In at, at Mamie Martin being asked like what I want to do, and I said, "Well, I want to be in the choir." And I think yeah. I was the first boy to be in the choir. Oh wow! <laughs> so you can sing. Chorus. So you can sing too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, can't you yeah. do? Oh well, I don't know. I'm, I'm a horrible Maybe algebra. Cook. Yeah. I'm, I'm algebra in the kitchen. <laughs> that, that's good. I don't think you'll ever try out for a play where you have to do algebra. I think it'd be good. Sh- but Smoke on the Mountain. I mean, literally in in New York yeah. when you're doing up there, they said, "Well, can you play?" Mandolin, can you play violin? And can you play that? And what, of course, you told them the truth, yeah, right? I, that was my one of my first big auditions in New York. The first year I lived there, and I remember the director. I walked in, and he says, "Do you play? Do you play the violin?" And I just said, "Yes." Because <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I, I was gonna say I never touched a violin, but when I was at Florida State, we did a, a touring children's show where I carried a violin yeah. that had no strings. Okay. But I so carried it around go. the stage. That, I was like, I know what this, I know what this feels like in my yeah. hand, so mm-hmm. couldn't be that hard. I said yes, and I learned to play the violin. How long did it take you to learn it before the show? I went into that show two weeks after I said yes. Wow. Yeah. So, God, your roommates must have hated your guts. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, it, it was brutal. It, I remember I remember the lick that I had to, like, big solo lick at the beginning of the show was... <laughs> Over and oh, over. I taped out the notes on on the on the bridge. And I played them. <laughs> I'm sorry about your listeners. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. Every every animal in the listening audience just jumped I, off. Of I apologize. That, that's fine. Jill, I mean, and we touched upon this on the conversation show a little bit, but tell us quickly how the Queen, but Sweet Potato Queens began. As I learned to speak English live on the air. Um, <laughs> gosh, it's time change. So, I mean, tell a little bit quickly about the story, a little bit, because, I mean, you... you I, I always mean, wanted to be 5'2", have long red hair, green eyes, large breasts, little feet, and be able to sing. Never got any of that, any mm-hmm. none of it, and spent a great deal of my youth feeling that I didn't get anything. Right. And those of us who've been in therapy can tell you, not a good place to be. Right. And um, But then I, I worked for a man 
once who uh, hated the job but loved him, Frank Mastronardi. Mm-hmm. He was a positive mental attitude junkie. I've heard every word ever spoken by Zig Ziglar, Norman Vincent Peale, all those. They all said, do what makes your heart sing and the money will follow. Right. But I was 19 and working in the credit department at Sears when I heard that. So when I left there and I did leave there, I was looking for what would make my heart sing. And I... Um, had a rough year in 1981, was divorced for the first time. My daddy died. I was yeah. looking for something to cheer myself up and uh, decided that I needed to be the queen of something. I mean, what oh. could be happier? Right. And I uh, heard about Vardaman with the Sweet Potato Festival. I thought Sweet Potato Queen sounded really funny and still do. You know, in the South, we have a beauty queen for everything. For everything. And even in 1982, I was pretty far removed from the beauty queen circuit, <laughs> you know. Too old and not nearly pretty enough. But anyway, I declared myself about the same time, Divine Cosmic Convergence. I heard that Malcolm White Mm -hmm. was going to put on the first ever St. Patty's Parade in Jackson. And I declared myself that I was going to be in it. As the sweet potato queen. And y'all and were right in the middle of rush hour. I still love that. I mean, nobody blocked random, off any streets. It was on St. Patrick's Day, so it, it was just Wednesday or Thursday and 5 o'clock traffic going from CS's to, uh, to I mean, yes, from CS's to George Street. And the streets weren't blocked off. No one knew we were a parade. Uh, yeah. We were just smiling and waving and throwing sweet potatoes, and which did little to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> illuminate it. for the, <laughs> Something about the a populace. sweet potato hitting your windshield yeah. tends and, to make uh, you... <laughs> And we were just waving like we, you know, we were in a New York ticker tape parade, and that was the most fun. I, and I did say out loud, "Then somebody will pay me to do this." Yeah. And here we are. There are over sixty four hundred chapters of Sweet Potato Queen groups all around in the world, seven countries, yeah, all around the world. <laughs> and it does make my heart sing every time. Well, and it's you know, and I hear the stories from people that come in every year, and you know, they're like they they'd like to tell their stories to you yes. about you know they went through a bad divorce or they had this happen in their life and how you brought them joy and how you know. That's very, very well. What God awesome. gifted me with, in, instead of everything, my list, laundry list that I wanted, you know, I, I got, you know, heartache and pain and tears right. and, 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 you know, free will to make bad choices, which I exercised freely. Right. And uh, and so when I told all of that in uh, in the book, since uh, the first book was Sweet Potato Queen's yeah. Book of Love, and you know, when people have problems in their lives, ninety nine percent of the time, denial is the main symptom, but you know, if I can make you laugh about it, on some level, you've had to admit it. Right. <laughs> That's true. And uh, and from there, you're freed up to deal with it. And but but so, I can tell you, I mean, from a creative standpoint, just having the courage to start. A lot of people don't ever get that. Far. It was it was the most fun I ever had. And you were writing a column anyway. Uh, I wrote and for the Diddy Why Diddy, which the, also yeah. Malcolm White started, yeah. uh, and with Paul Kenzanieri. And then I also wrote for the uh, Mississippi Business Journal. And I wrote a humorous fitness column for the uh, Clarion Ledger that actually existed then. And um, so, yeah, it was um, just a divine cosmic convergence of things. Mm -hmm. I got to say that sense of play, and and I like to think of myself as a very serious theater person. Yeah. Um, But I have to say, over the last three weeks as we've been rehearsing, whenever we get stuck in rehearsal, whenever I watch everybody taking themselves too seriously, and I'm... I'm the ringleader. I, I overthink everything. I literally on Saturday night we were having sort of a staging conundrum. Yeah. I put on a cape and a crown and I hit the stage and I was like, "Let's go, let's <laughs> go. go, let's do this." Yeah. And we've solved most of like those very kind of technical issues, you know, in the theater. Like we've solved them by just 
just laughing and laughing and laughing. And we have a ridiculously hilarious cast. So that's that's pretty easy. I'm so. about to say, when you have... Yeah. When you can laugh so your way through, just yeah. got to let go. You, the group you, that, yeah. that's doing this, the, the talent is overflow, abundant yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and overflowing. Yeah. Yes, I, Randy, I mean, talk, and, and Jill, both of you talk about put, putting the, together a cast like that. And, that's and, all, Randy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Randy, because I mean, to New York, they went, they went, yeah, everywhere it, it seemed like it was these, a, yeah. a big, big wide was, net you cast. Well, first of all, it was very important that I do as much of this as I could here in Jackson. And we yep. had three days of auditions here in Jackson. I came down three different times. We had lots of auditions, saw lots of super talented people. But it's it, to tell the this big story, and it covers a lot of ground quickly, yes. um, you, you have to – we were looking for people that could fit lots of very specific – roles and characters and to, yeah. to kind of get through this big story. So we cast a lot of the show here in Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there was that final that <laughs> that final challenge of casting someone to play the woman I'm sitting next to. Like, how do you how do you do that? It's 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 larger than life. And to find someone who really just like what do they say, ticks all those boxes, you know? So um, you so you cast Carmen San Diego. So I did. Where in the world was Carmen San Diego? And I found her. I found <laughs> you her. You found her and you <laughs> cast her by golly. I found her in an old text message. I, I can't I promise I went through lists and lists and lists of people that I knew, people I didn't know, people that I would dare to reach out to and yeah. ask if they would do this. And I didn't and I didn't do it until I was really in my gut, knew that I had the right, the right person for this. And I reached out to Janine Lamana, yeah. um, who I'd known for a long time. And I said, would you ever, <laughs> don't hang up, would you ever come down to Jackson, Mississippi and play the sweet potato queen, Jill Connor Brown? And she said yes. <laughs> she said yes right away. So, Jill, what was it like when you met her? I mean, did y'all, did oh, she like her pick your... I mean, she's everything I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thrilled that she's pay, playing me. Yeah. But it's, you know. She can sing. It, oh, yeah. I mean, Melissa Manchester was who wrote the, the music. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about all that, too. Yeah, over yeah. the weekend and, you know, with, with rehearsals and everything. And she came out just blown away, said, you know, that girl doesn't even need a microphone. Yeah. So that is a wow. big, big voice in that little person. And uh, so, yes, it's so all it's the things phenomenal. you said that, that you want I ever wanted. She clicked will be all the boxes. On the stage, yes, and I will be in the audience without it. <laughs> See, you know what? That's okay, though. That's the beauty okay. of being able to create That's something okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I could maybe. I don't know. Maybe Robert Redford makes a little old for well, me. I don't there know. You go. I see that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. He yeah. can't draw. He has a chin, though. <laughs> so I don't know. He has a chin. So I don't know. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to continue our conversation with Jill Connor Brown and Randy Red. Of course, the new musical is Sweet Potato Queens. We're going to talk about it as well. And if you'd like, give us a call. You can. 877-MPB-RING. 877-672-6474. Because this is your show, too. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. smart decisions every day make a good decision for your company today and reach mpb listeners through mpb program underwriting for more information go to mpbonline.org underwriting you're listening to now you're talking with marshall ramsey on mpb think radio
Welcome back to Snow. You're talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. If you're just joining us, our guests today are Jill Connor Brown. Yeah, the sweet potato queen. You've heard of her. She's very, very famous. And, of course, one of our treasures here in Mississippi. And, of course, Randy Red, director of the new musical that's going to be at New Stage Theater, Sweet Potato Queens. And we're going to talk about that, too. And, of course, this is your show, so you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-6474. Did I get that right? Okay, so number one, somebody wrote that number down. <laughs> so let's give that number again. It's it's seven four six four. Is it look to your left? Is it on there? No, it's, it's not. not there. I'm it reading what, there. I'm reading my script. One eight seven. Well, MPB ring. MPB yeah, just ring. dial one eight seven seven MPB ring and forget any numbers I call out for the rest of the day. MPB ring. It's not eight six seven five three zero nine either. So we're good. So now that we totally confused you. Oh gosh, this is such a Monday today. It's what I get for giving up caffeine. There you go. Yeah, it's like the airplane movie, Airplane. I, yeah. give up I picked the fear. wrong day for giving up. I give up fear. I love that. Like, by the way, you you, you it threw will change that, your life. Yeah, you threw that at me at um mm-hmm. at on um, Facebook the other day. It Talk about change, that for a half it second. Will change your life. People need to hear mm-hmm. that. Well, How do you give up fear? Because honestly, we live in a very fear so. There are world. only two things at any moment in life. There are only mm-hmm. two things that exist, and that's love and fear. God is love. What is always encompassing can have no opposite. Yeah. And I mean, it's the the whole theory of the Bible all the way through. Do not. And it's not a suggestion. Like try not to worry. Yeah, yeah. Right. it is. Do not. Right. And, um, you know, just if you're in a safe place, the building is not on fire. Like the studio and right up, now. And you're upset. Mm-hmm. You are either in the past or in the future, neither of which exist. Now is all that exists. And that's where God is. That's where peace is. You stay there. So you're giving up fear. Yep. I love that. Thank you. It will change your life. All right. Uh, Randy's standing up saluting right now. I am. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was excellent. No, seriously. It's it's something that I think I've I've worked on for for a long, long time. Especially yeah. like you know, I lived in New York for twenty seven years and yeah. in this business especially. Oh, that's like living without a net. Wow. Yeah. But to to really practice living in the moment. Yeah. In the moment, the present moment without being afraid of What's coming next? Well, I mean, right Because you don't know. Nothing's happening. We're you fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Right no, I mean, now. other than me spitting out the wrong <laughs> phone number, which, you know, hey, that happens. But Tom, Tom is smart enough to figure out how to get a hold of us, and he's from hey, Gulfport. Tom. Hey, Tom. Welcome to the show. Hey, you know, uh, I really need those numbers. It took me like five minutes to type in MPB. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 I had to find the numbers and the Look letters. Look at the letters. But you made it. Yeah. You did. Yeah, listen, and by the way, I'm not giving up beer. Uh, I, I think it's admirable that she's giving up beer, but I can't do that. Fear. Uh, fear. Oh, not beer. Fear. Fear. Yes. Oh, oh. never mind. <laughs> we would, Tom. Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana. Oh, never mind. I was afraid of I was afraid she was going to. She was saying beer. You uh, may have all the beer you want. That is. Well, no, I give it up every morning at ten o'clock in okay, the morning. Just and don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm back on it. Listen, I'm going to give a shout out to all the people in Gulfport, the maintenance, the yard, the street maintenance people. This is a clean city. They're all taking care of it all the time. I've moved here a year ago, and it's just great. They're out there working every single day on the sidewalks and the. It's just really a great looking city, and I wanted to give a shout out to the mayor and the whole crew. Well, Tom, Gulfport. glad you did that, and I'm glad right. you called. Thank you. So, right. I have, I have lots of family in Gulfport. I saw Star Wars in Gulfport, the original Did Star really? Wars. Yeah. Yes. How, how, old, how old were you? Not to go. Oh, God. I, mean, I was like. When was that? Uh, it's like 12. It was the I was 70s, right? Yeah, it was 77, so I was yeah. nine. Uh-huh. And I, I remember, remember just being yeah. blown away. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, I went with my cousins. We would go down there. They lived in Long Beach, and we would go see. Well, we went to see Star Wars and Gulfport. I have lots of family down there. And the streets were clean. And no glitter. Wow. Unlike Jill's, unlike Jill's cars. Right. Yeah, Full we'll talk glitter. about that in a second, too. Scott's from Tupelo. Hello, Scott. Thank you for being oh, part of the I show. Oh, I know that one. Hey, darling. You're calling in. I will see you soon. Yes. Love hearing you. Talk to you soon. Love you so. Oh, wow, Scott. Oh, that's what great. That about? Oh, okay. That's He's, fantastic. I met Scott Caples. Mm-hmm. He came to uh, book signing when I was in Tupelo, uh, one of the early book tours, brought me mountains of food. And with, if I was within 200 miles of him with any, any event, he would come and bring mountains of food. And so I have kept him. We have become... Dear, dear friends, he spends Christmas with us really? now. Yes. I love Scott. Yeah, Scott yeah. Caples. Thank ab- you, Scott. Absolutely. Uh, just one of the greatest gifts that has come to me out of the whole Sweet Potato Queen thing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice when people just do that sort of thing? It just kind of renews your whole faith in he's, humanity. He's the best. And yeah. all of the queens love him. The hill to yeah. every, He feeds everybody. He, I mean, anybody that does anything for he feeds he, feed, he brings food for the Hilton. Oh, wow. He feeds his farmers. He gets really? great service everywhere oh, I bet. because he feeds you. <laughs> you know what? That that also a great way to make He's friends. He's bringing me four-gallon bags of sausage balls. What? What? Oh, my Hand-made gosh. made sausage balls, yes. Good man. Yeah. Good man. He's a keeper, yes. <laughs> Melissa's of, over there on, I want some. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of another good man, it was somebody who, that I met through my books, um, is actually sponsoring the show. Yes. Sid Davis. From, Sid Davis from, been a big oh Queen gosh. fan and sponsor for for since the, the very beginning. I'm looking forward to hugging his neck. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's one of the nicest people on the he planet. Is. I, I, every time I come out of the book, he'll like invite me to dinner and he'll buy some books and sign we'll have a conversation. Great Mississippian so. and human being. But you know, it takes so much to put a show on. Oh yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, this this big little show. Yeah. <laughs> call it a big Wait, little show. Wait, you see the set. I yeah. mean, the set is unbelievable. Yeah, it's outrageous. Well, Jill, talk a little bit about how the how the show came about because you put together, I mean, well, I don't know if you put together, but I mean, an incredible creative team came together around you uh, to put this thing together. God I mean, thing. Yeah, um, amen. It was I mean. however many years ago, Melissa and I don't even remember, but um, at, at one point in the parade, um, we were on the front page of the L.A. Times. They had sent okay. somebody to mm-hmm. cover it, and Melissa saw that that write-up. Melissa Manchester, yes, sorry, okay. Grammy winner, yes, yeah, you and know, the um, Melissa Manchester. Yes. Don't cry out loud, Melissa yes. Manchester. Come yes. on, Midnight Blue, <laughs> Melissa. Yes, all of those. But the um, and also uh, she was friends with Sam Haskell, another great Mississippian. Yes, mm-hmm. and so she had read that article in the L.A. Times and then said something to Sam about it, and he said, "Oh, we're working on a pilot for a sitcom with her right now." And gave her a copy of the first book. And Melissa's process is, you know, she starts hearing music just when yeah. she reads something, anything. Wow. And she just got my phone number and called me up out of the blue and said, I would like to write a musical. I said, yeah, it's always been my dream for it. And yeah, so, like Willie Moore said. Yes. And so she enlisted uh, Sharon Vaughn mm-hmm. as the lyricist. Sharon's first number one hit was uh, Y'all Come Back Saloon, followed by My Heroes Have Always Been Cowboys. Whoa. and. She okay. has written, I don't even know how many wow. number one songs. And yeah. now she writes in Sweden. She's written number one songs, thousands and thousands of number one songs in Europe and Japan. And she's like a hummingbird. I mean, she yeah. is always creating something. And then Melissa was good friends with Rupert Holmes. Okay. Who wrote the, the Pina Colada song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, my goal in life, he's coming, and my goal in life is to get him to sing the Pina Colada song for us. And Melissa said, oh, 
you don't have to coerce him. Yeah. He is happy. <laughs> oh, is he really? Oh, oh you Yes. And so the um, so hopefully hopefully the, at the Hilton on Friday night, March twenty second, we will hear the escape song live from Rupert Holmes. And so Rupert Holmes wrote the book of the play. I, you know, yeah. I'd be kind of interested to know how the, the the escape song would exist with modern technology and social media. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it would be a totally different a whole, song. Whole different. It's kind of like Fool of the Rain for Led Zeppelin, right? It, I mean. Do would just text her. Where are you? Yeah. Instead of just standing out in the rain for five hours. You know, I mean, our music's totally different. Or he yeah. would just swipe left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, what? I mean, this is just perfect timing for it to hit right with the parade, the sweet potatoes are cream. I mean, the first show yes. is already packed. God's timing is perfect. Always yeah. has been. And, you know, it's taken literally decades for them to finish this because they all yeah. have major projects that they're working sure. on all the time. And this was something personal that they wanted to do. And... Um, but every time Melissa would call and apologize for the length of time, so no problem. God's yep. timing is perfect. It will happen when it's supposed to happen. And so this year, with us rejoining the big parade, yeah, see, that worked perfect. And everything, it it is perfect, and we can't wait. And it opens Wednesday night this week. We are here. How'd you get Randy uh, hooked into this? Well, New Stage made that. Oh choice. yeah, New Stage. Yes. Which, by the way, um, New Stage is awesome. In case anybody, we are had so no, lucky we are to have, to have a professional theater yes. in, yeah. in Jackson, the yeah. the the size of of our city. It's very rare for a city this size to have a true professional theater, and the quality of the work that you will see there. I mean, we saw Lem is right this week, and you know, I mean, anything I've seen at New Stage has been equal to that. Smaller sets, <laughs> yeah, maybe not as you know, but the the talent and everything displayed is on yeah, par. I'm, I'm so grateful to New Stage all the way back to Smoke on the Mountain, and just two years ago, I came down and directed Million Dollar Quartet, yeah, which mm-hmm. was a big old hit for New Stage. Yeah. I had a had a blast, and then they called uh, last the uh, about September of last year and said. Okay, we've got one for you. <laughs> and you said, okay, let me check my calendar. I'll be there. I'll be right there. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah. a brand new show. I mean, this yeah. is the first licensed production yeah. of this show uh, in the world. That's appropriate. Right here though. at New Stage. Also yeah. exactly. appropriate. Yeah. Yes. So. But, but it's, you know, and it, the cast you put together is so good. I think it's going to really, I think it's going to click. We're going to have a blast. Um, Rupert, I have to say, like, Rupert, I knew... When I first moved to New York, my fr- the first Broadway show I saw was a musical called The Mystery of Edwin Drood. Which won and every single Tony. It won yeah. all of its Tony <laughs> Awards that year. So Rupert Holmes has been this figure in my mind ever since I started started doing this. So the the opportunity to communicate with him on a regular basis over this project. And i got to say, we've done a lot of work to focus this on Jackson. I think Sweet Potato Queens is not only a celebration of Jill and the Queens, but it's also it's a, a Jackson, a, it's, Mississippi story. Yeah, and it's a love letter to Jackson. And that I was, I was determined to, to put that on the stage. Yes, to get some sense my, of place. It is my yeah. hometown, yeah. and I yeah. do love it here and always have. It's home. And I love it, and it's I, I wouldn't live anywhere else. And and this is, this is a Jackson, Mississippi story. Yeah, Jackson's been in my heart since I was a kid. You know, Christmas it shopping, we come city. up, yeah. we, we would have. Yeah, it was the big city. We'd stop at Shoney's and have a, 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 a the little brownie Sundays before we would drive hot back fudge to Brookhaven. Cake. Hot yeah, fudge hot fudge cake. cake. Oh, yes. those are good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, darn it! Now I'm hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what are ways that you could put sense of place? in it to make it feel like Jackson. Just curious. I mean Well the one of the biggest is our set. You'll you'll yeah. recognize lots of lots of Jackson icons from mm-hmm. the day. Um, we also there's so many references in the show to specific places in Jackson and 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 we wanted to get those right. We got yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. we've we've gotten one in there, of my favorite right. songs is 
is when Mama sings about Sears because yeah. my mother did think that I should stay at Sears forever. Yeah. And um, so, did you work in the downtown Sears? I did. Oh, the, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. now the, the Eudora library. Welty Library. Yes, and the the actual Sears. Yes, and uh, but the Sears song, yeah. and Joanne Shirley gets so, to sing that. It Sears is. Song. It is. <laughs> It is hilarious. The lyrics, Sharon Vaughn is a genius. Yeah, it's really brilliant. And, you know, we, we go into this and we start rehearsing these things. And I look at it. I was like, wait, what do I do with the Sears song? What do I do with this? And I was like, don't do anything with it. Just listen to the song. Like, mm-hmm. get, yeah. these, the, get these amazing lyrics out. Let's just all, like, sit here and, like, watch the incredible Joe and Shirley. This is somebody's Shirley. mama like, telling her what she yeah, ought to do. What you ought to do with your life. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question. How, um, how many songs does the musical have? I don't even know. I'm going to say 15, 16 songs. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, great songs. And obviously, you know, written by Melissa, the, mm-hmm. the songs are fantastic and Sharon's lyrics are amazing. And everything from what you'll recognize is like a good old like country pop tune to a blues tune to a real, I mean, just a gut-wrenching. Oh, heart-wrenching. Oh, my just, God. In the floor sobbing. Uh, yes. gut it's oh, just wow. so good, so good. So, Jill, I mean, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Writing the books and starting the Sweet Potato <clears throat> Queens and then watching this musical come to life, is it true to form? How do you really feel with all this coming, um, you know, to fruition? I'm just overflowing with gratitude. Yeah. Uh, it just, uh, it, I'm thrilled beyond words. Were this you, is my dream for it. They were you are in making the process? my dream come true. Really? Yeah. Were you in the process of the um, writing of the lyrics and no. the words? No. Really? No. Well, other than Rupert Holmes did pay me the ultimate, ultimate compliment. He said, I, the words are there. I can't improve on the words. Wow. We just need to make. So one of the songs. So he read the books. Yes. Okay. One of the songs <laughs> is literally the first pair is word for word of chapter three. Um, really? And, uh, the um, the promise. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I want not to give it away. I was like, are we talking is, about it, that song? It is, yes. <laughs> so the intro part of that song, set to music, or literally my words from wow. straight yeah. from the book. And mm-hmm. Randy, uh, when you when they call you in September and ask yeah. you to do this project, how did you feel at first? Did, You're going to put you, me on the spot. Yes. Right here, were you, you were you, uh, you know nervous? Well, excited, but you're like, wow, this is big and this is new. Like you said, it hasn't been done before. So you actually had a blank slate to create what you, you know, your vision. You and um, Jill's vision and Melissa and the whole crew. Yeah, there's that. You get this this challenge of staging a, a new musical. In, a new Rupert Holmes. A, yes, <laughs> yeah. you're right. No yeah, pressure. But also doing it in Mississippi. Like, I grew up here. And <laughs> to bring right. it home and get it right in Jackson, that's the ultimate challenge. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I look, I yeah, dug into... the hometown crowd is the hardest. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, it's like what I felt when we staged Million Dollar Quartet here. Yes. Like, right. These people know the, these, right. these icons. Right? Right. I was going to ask you, you went from, you know, playing piano to acting. How did you get into directing? Um, I needed a job. That's how it usually happens. He said he could do it, just <laughs> like violin, like mandolin, violin, and everything yeah. else. Yeah. yeah, I needed a job, and it was about like you know going from one thing to the other. I was a music director. I was a, an accompanist. I was you know all these things, and just took a leap and started directing and writing. You know, I, yeah. I when I first started writing, I I needed a job, and I wrote my first play was was based on books by Lewis Norton, and we we uh, tried out that show in St. Louis and went back to New York with it, and that was my first like job as a writer slash director slash actor doing all those things at the same time. But everything that you've done informs your work as a a director because you you know every single person's part. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
You have to. You're not, you're not guessing. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've done it all. And yeah. you've been doing it for the last three weeks. I sure have. You have. That's why you a cape and a crown. And that's <laughs> a cape and a crown and lots of caffeine, to say the least. All right, we're going to take one more quick break. When we return, we're going to continue our conversation with Jill Connor Brown and Randy Redd, the director of the new musical Sweet Potato Queens. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. MPB would like to thank Daniel, Coker, Horton, and Bell and the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance for underwriting MPB programs. Your company can be an underwriter, too. Find out more. Go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting to find out how. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Snow. You're talking on MPB Think Radio. We have an incredible amount of talent in the room. I'm just glad to be here, to be honest with you, and I'm glad to hopefully some of it will rub off on me. Jill Connor Brown and Randy Red are in the studio. Of course, Jill Connor Brown, you might have heard of her before. Sweet Potato Queens, yeah, she's the boss queen. And Randy Red is the director of the new musical Sweet Potato Queens, which is opening up at New Stage Theater. We'll get those details out here for you just a half second. It runs March 13th through the 24th. Uh, Wednesday through Saturday, and then a Sunday matinee. Sunday matinee, yeah, yeah. two o'clock, yeah. uh, I believe. Tickets thirty five dollars, which yeah. is incredibly of great value. But with discounts for senior citizens and students, right. and students and military, and, exactly, yeah, just about everybody qualifies for a discount. <laughs> about to say, if you hang out long enough, you might get sure a discount. Enough. You can get it, of course, at the uh, tickets at the theater, or you can call six zero one nine four eight three five three one. And I actually, no, got no, three five three three, three five three three, Oh, three one works too. Okay, never mind. Okay, I'm really cruising on these phone numbers today. <laughs> or newstagetheater.com. And I'm going to go get Marshall spelled. some coffee. I'll be right back. I know, obviously, I'm not existing well without the caffeine. So now we know my secret. Anyway, credible Jill, of course, Jill's part is Janine Lamana, who's. Janine Lamana, yeah. Yeah, who's an incredibly gifted actress who's. Seven Broadway shows. Yeah. Carmen San Diego. Carmen San Diego, which now Jill's can claim. That one. Yeah. That's pretty and, cool. Uh, she can sing. She can oh sing. And, yeah. What a voice. She, just incredibly. I mean, so that was great. Well, let's talk about the rest of the cast. Who are some of the other folks that you got playing? Um, uh, JoLynn Shirley, who is a new stage Mama. favorite, playing mm-hmm. Mama. Uh-huh. Um, an incredibly talented guy named Turner Crumbly, playing Daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, friends of mine from New York, one of oh, she was actually one of my students at NYU. Her name is Taylor Newby. She's in the show, and she's also our choreographer, and she's just killing it. Just, it's so funny. Like, how, you know, how do you, first of all, you want to get the the queens right, but then you also want to blow it up and make it larger than life. And she's really done that. The choreography is so fun. And I I, I really feel like they're going to be sweet potato queens moves now that people are, we'll right. put on a, a dance video next. How's sure. that? Uh, yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> I've purposely not watched any, I haven't come to any oh, rehearsals. Yeah, you, so I just want to be you have it. And then Drew is playing George. Drew, who's uh, from here in Jackson, is playing mm-hmm. George, Mandy Kate, uh, Courtney, um, is that is that our? And then we have the new stage apprentices involved, like running around. It's yeah, it's a real good time. That's would be fun. Yeah. Quick, give us a quick. Um, I would say the elevator pitch, but a little bit longer than that. But just kind of give us a synopsis of what what to expect. <laughs> Jill's born, you'll, she lives, and <laughs> you'll laugh, yeah. you'll cry. It'll become a part of you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. I love that. Let's have that. I'm going to get a tattoo of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, how, how do you put it in a, in a capsule? Sweet Potato Queens is larger than life. It's a phenomenon. And to to dig into this world and, and put it on stage and to tell to tell this big story of Jill's life, how, how do you how do you do it's that? We've happy, done it. It's uplifting. Yeah, You'll, yeah it's all fun. You will laugh. You will cry. And there will be a parade thrown in there, too, I would hope. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yes, it, yeah. it, it does end with Hal St. Patty's Parade. We go to the parade. Yep. That was how we get there and how we put on a parade on the stage of... New stage, you know. Just tell me you're not going to throw sweet potatoes at the audience. <laughs> no, no sweet potatoes. God, that would that'd be like a, a very evil Rocky Horror Picture Show at that point. You're still whacking people uh, with potatoes. But people will be dressed up. Yeah. There will be. It will be like Rocky Horror in that. It, oh my God, we, the one with all the queens in it. That is going to be. Work, but when we did the huh. workshop in Houston, you could tell every night who knew why they were there yeah. and who did not, because the ones who knew. I mean, there were just and the and the ones who didn't were going. Oh my God! What? Is, and so they would come back the next yeah. night, yeah. be dressed up. Then okay, I get it now. I yeah. need an outfit. Yeah. <laughs> anything? Is there anything else special that's going to be going on around the? Well, we're giving the, a car away on Friday night, March twenty second, the Patty Pack Honda Do Da Day new car giveaway, and so we're giving away keys every week. Now there'll be ten key finalists, yeah. and so somebody will win a brand new car. Right, and Patty Pack has been the, a huge friend of yours. Uh, yes, on this. Yeah, yes, and, really and it all a hundred percent of the money goes to Friends of Children's Hospital. We are building a brand new two hundred million dollar facility right now. If you haven't driven down Woodrow Wilson lately. Do. That's the parking what's going lot is up. now going to be a big building. That's what's going up mm-hmm. is our new children's hospital, and any child in the state can be treated regardless You've been of a ability huge to pay. Of that, Absolutely, it's really an have. easy cause to get behind. Yeah, that's so huge. everything we do is for children's hospital. Oh goodness, what's what, Jill? What excites you the most about the next week or so? That's I mean, it's happening. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is happening. <laughs> yeah, and th- this is this is real, and yeah. uh, and all of the people, and that it's here. Yeah. And that we're back in the big parade. That everything about it, it is. There is not a fly in my ointment. <laughs> yeah. is, to be able perfect. to do it in Jackson, especially to bring the, the Sweet Potato Queens musical mm-hmm. to Jackson, is just the greatest. You know, and it's it. When I I actually left New York about a year ago. I home base is Memphis now, okay. but I left New York and wanted to come back home, yeah. back south, and do work that was was home based and look for ways to elevate. Everything that's great about Mississippi. And I've been, uh, in the last year, I've been going around to to as many towns and communities in Mississippi and looking for what's next. And Sweet Potato Queens showed up last September in in my lap, and I couldn't be happier about that. But to be able to, like, like take what is, yeah, I don't know. It's this great, it's this phenomenon. There's no other word for it. Like, how do you explain a phenomenon? But to take this and have the opportunity to bring it to Jackson, that's that just feels great. Feels really good. Jill, have you been writing any lately? I've not. You haven't? I've not. Isn't that funny how that works? I'm it that way too. And goes, it comes and goes. Yeah, yeah I'm the same way. So, yeah. But I'm I'm thrilled about the way what the, the book of the show. I mean, they've had to yeah. make a plot because there's no plot to my books. And okay. so they did take some liberties. You know? <laughs> I thought you there's no plot up, to my life. I and, did grow up in South Jackson, not in a trailer. But I'm about to say, South I Jackson, remember reading and, that was in a trailer. And so. the queens that are in it are really repre- they are not representative of an actual queen in my queendom right now right. there it's a general if there are conversations you would hear at any gathering of women any baby shower any wedding shower any girls night out it's yeah. those the characters are built around universal issues that that women deal with so um or people deal with and this the show is for everybody it's not just a women's show right you yeah. will if you like to laugh in the queendom yeah. in the queendom i say that there is no line that we do not cross we are men women gay straight young old black white rich poor drunk sober married single well, i have the ashes of a dead woman 
Okay. When I say there is no line, there is no line we do not cross. And well, uh, just like with my books, I say, if you don't laugh out loud, I will personally refund your money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> throw out the number one more time for people to get tickets. 601-948-3531 or 3533. We want to thank you for joining us today and thank our guests, the sweet potato queen herself, Jill Connor brown and Randy Red, director of the Marshall. new... Oh, you're welcome. God, it's so good to meet you. You too. This has been so great. Fun. Of course, he's the director of the new musical at New Stage Theater, Sweet Potato Queens. I, I just appreciate y'all coming in. You talk about what's best in Mississippi. Yeah. I think both yeah. of y'all qualify. Well, thank you. So, and you as well. Oh, why, thank you. Thank you. Oh, now I'm blushing. Uh, <laughs> now you're talking this production of MPB Think Radio. It's produced by the amazing... Amazing, wonderful, and test-taking Michelle McAdoo. Please stay tuned test for... passing. Test passing. That's right. We're going to throw out good vibes. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy Health and Fit with Dr. Josie Bidwell. And join us next week for more Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Y'all have a great week.